What's up? Forrest Griffin here, and you're watching the Dessert MMA Podcast, but like desert. Anyway, it is the best Utah-based podcast there is in the world ever in Utah. We're both recording now. We're rolling? Yeah, we're going. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Deseret MMA Podcast, the number one Utah-based podcast in the state. It is November 15th, 2022. What is it now? Three days removed from UFC 281. It's a good card. It was. It was a good oh, night too. Yeah, good night. What would you what would you say? Was it one of probably one of the funnest nights you've had watching the fights? Yeah, probably. It was a good fucking night, dude. Mm-hmm. Wow. I had a blast. Fights. There was hella good fights. I guess we can clear the elephant in the room right now. At least it's just pushing its shit right on the back of my neck. This podcast is over Zoom for the first time ever. Here in the Zoom studio. We're in the Zoom studio, chilling right here by the fireplace. You yeah. know what I mean? Got it's the that hard fire going. It's that hard and home shit right there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm pulling up the fights on my phone. I, I believe you installed this fireplace behind us. Could have easy. It looks like a berm. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Not even a burn for sure. Nice log set in there, roasting this bit. Oh, <laughs> roasting warm. But yeah, so it was such a good night that we were unable to record when we had planned on recording that night, right after the fights. We we well, do. There was there was some recording going on for sure. We have a little bonus episode that. Will probably be coming out. Be on the look for it. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse. This is. It's, it ain't that bad. The Zoom studio ain't that bad. Can you not hear the dog in the background? Oh, yeah, I definitely heard the dog. Oh, so neighbors aroused. Neighbor's dog is trying yeah, to get neighbor's on the dog, podcast. Yeah, trying to get in on the podcast, dude. They're all big fans around here. Mm-hmm. It's honestly starting to get hard to live out here, bro. And I thought I like got away from everyone because I knew the attention was just bound to happen. But now that the dog has shut the fuck up in the most respectful kind of a way, we're here on Zoom because we woke up in the morning and it was such a good night that we also we're unable to record it in the morning, which was our plan B. I did have to head home too pretty early. Really early. I barely rolled out of bed and you were out. Yeah, we had to go pick up the dog. I had to go pick up Teddy. Yeah. Shout out Teddy. Big shout out Teddy. I should have blamed that dog in the background and said it was Teddy. No, it wasn't though. It's was your neighbor's dog. But I mean, it was a good night. We had a bunch of people over. Um, I mean, I watched every single, well, I'm not going to say every single fight because, you know, I was hosting. So, I mean, I was in and out a whole lot, I but missed. not even, not even a whole lot, but, but I watched all the, I watched a lot of the, the good ones. I missed the fight of the night. 
I miss Chandler versus Poirier. I still haven't even watched it yet. I just seen the highlights. I think as I told you guys, it was starting. Did you? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that. I don't believe Come that. in my room. You guys were in a deep ass conversation. I was like, "Yo, the Poirier Chandler Chandler fight starting right now." And no, I walked back out after it's over. No, I definitely come in after it's over and let you guys know you missed Friday the night. I knew then it was Friday the night. I didn't even we hadn't even got on to the coming event. But you know, right off the bat, Carlos Olberg, huge KO, bro. This dude is a beast, trains with Izzy and all those guys at City Kickboxing in New Zealand. I mean, this dude is a fucking animal. He's a huge light heavyweight. It was a big knockout just to start everything off right. Started off right. You may have missed the Poirier and Chandler fight, but you you did not miss most of the prelims. No, I I watched a lot of them. You know the Montel Jackson fight was good too. I started crazy off a, double knockdown at the start. <laughs> nope, not that one. You're thinking of Michael. Trezano oh, versus, the wrong one. Yeah, we're not was, for some reason I thought it was the second fight. No, it was the third. But. Second fight was good. I started off two and two on my predict on my fight day predictions. Where'd you go? Sorry, I dropped my phone. Then we go down to the fight that you were looking about. The Michael Trezano fight versus Choi. That fight was fucking awesome. That knockdowns fight was good <laughs> fight. Knockdowns on both ends. If if Chandler and Poirier wasn't fight of the night, then it definitely would have been um Trezano and Choi. Yeah, I said after that they were going to get a bonus. Sadly, they did not because it was just that good of a night. I don't know how, dude. Yeah, crazy. I totally forgot. I didn't even. Man, I didn't. I would have. I mean, I thought they would have got some sort of a bonus. Yeah, you would have thought. It should have been one of those nights that Dana handed out like three or four bonuses extra. It was a good night. It was a good fucking night. Madison Square Garden, too. He was in a great mood. I can't believe he didn't. I don't know. The second largest event in Madison Square Garden. And they hold number one. Yeah, they hold number one. They got top two now. I believe that was a Connor fight. Yeah, I I bet. But yeah, it was just a great night of fights. I see why that's the number two event. I didn't know much about... Trezano with four, two and two in his last four, two and three in his last five. But one, you know, last one of those losses was to Grant Dawson, who's I think number fifteen right now in lightweight. So, but man, he looked good. The mullet was fucking flowing. Oh yeah, it was clean. Big. He was really hyped to get the win. And I also pre- predicted that one correctly, which started me off going three and three. Then we roll into the Carolina. I'd get canceled if I tried to say that last name. <laughs> Versus Savannah Gomez Juarez. That one was a toss-up for me. I didn't know either of them. So I, I ended up going with Gomez Juarez. And that was yeah. my first that was my first loss of the night Big as far as my predictions go. 
0 and 3 now in the UFC. 0 and 3 in the UFC. Sorry. Unfortunate, unfortunate pick there for sure. It was. And then with the Matt Frivola pick next, immediately after that, I was like, I know that Terrence McKinney knocked out Frivola in like six seconds, like one of the fastest knockouts in UFC history. And I just really fucking thought that Azar Tier was going to take that one. But or Matt Favola got the first round knockout. So then I was three and two. Then I took Andre Petroski. I watched him on the Ultimate Fighter. He was a big favorite on, on me and Coltrane's end. So I went with him. He won. Then I did go with the hype and Molly McCann. I, I didn't watch I <laughs> Molly McCann there. And I didn't watch that one. No, I didn't either. But I heard she got fucked up. Yep. Unfortunately, lost that fight. That puts me at four and three on the night. <clears throat> then I took, I've watched Ryan Spann fight, and maybe I just didn't give him credit for fighting the way that he fought Anthony Smith. I mean, Anthony Smith is so good. But, I, you know, I know, I hate to say this, but. Ever since I watched the Dominic Reyes and John Jones fight, I just have not that Dominic Reyes won that fight in any regards. You know, I would never go out to say anything else, but I'll say that I haven't ever watched that fight twice. Mm. But Dominic Reyes probably beat John Jones that night and didn't get it. So I've always just had hella respect for him. So I took him over Ryan Spann. Right, Span knocked him out early. Yeah. I don't think I think Dominic Reyes hasn't won one fight since him and John Jones fought. That's kind of crazy to go on a losing streak after potentially beating John yeah, Jones. Potentially beating John Jones. And John Jones actually came out on Twitter and was like, he was like, in Dominic Reyes's eyes, he thinks he beat me, and that's his biggest downfall or something like that. I don't know. I hey. feel like even if you got I and this just comes from a little weasel like myself, but I just feel like if you like had the closest fight with John Jones that he's ever had, even if you didn't win, I feel like that had some real hair to your chest. So I don't even know if I think that's the issue here. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he just took it a little bit to his head. Could have. I mean, imagine being that close to like the beating the goat. Uh uh-huh. I'd probably take a little bit to the head. But you're soft. Says you. You use lotion every day. <laughs> I don't. Dirty. All right. Now we get into, now we get into some shit that I like. I almost said it. You know what I almost said. You almost said it, and I had to cut you off before you said it. No more food references on here. Let's get into the so, meat, the potatoes of this. Although we did skip over the what one? Rydell Moisiano fight. That's what I was talking about. Oh, that's still on the prelim, though. I thought I know. I didn't say the main card. I said it's where the shit gets fucking good. 
Oh, all right. All right. I thought you skipped that one to go to the main event. My bad. If this wasn't such a nice polo, it'd be ripped in fucking half. Please do it. Mm -mm. I'm going to get you back for that shit, though. Mark my words right here publicly. I'm going to get you back for that one. Let's just get into really the meat and the potatoes of all this. All right. The Brad Riddell and Moicano fight. I took Moicano in this fight through and through. I'm a fucking huge Moicano fan because of his last fight, dude. He wins a fight two weeks later, takes a short, a four, a fucking four days notice fight for a main event on a fight night against Rafael Dos Anjos, bro. Unranked. Unranked had a had a pretty rocky career in the UFC. A veteran though, he's been around for a while, but pretty up and down. It seems like every time he gets to that point of like top fifteen and higher, he really struggles. This dude went five rounds with fucking Dos Anjos, bro. I mean, it should have been stopped between the fourth and fifth round, but that fucking ref let him go out on his fucking shield, bro. Oh yeah, he fucking five fucking rounds with Dos Anjos, bro. And here's my mindset: he lost, right? I mean, he lost against Dos Anjos, and it wasn't. It was. I think it was like fifty forty five. I was a score. I don't think 50-44, but I think 50-45. Like, Dos Anjos beat him every round. But I think when you fight a fucking top five guy, it shows you what that level is, and you can't ever go back from that. Because what it does is it also, like, you know, we're all humans. It fucking humanized it. He humanized these guys because he – and this is just my perspective. He's been fighting – he just couldn't seem to break through like that top 15 mark so like but now he gets in a real top five fucking guy in two different divisions he's a former i think top five don't quote me maybe top 10 welterweight but also has been a long was a lightweight champion and has been in the lightweight top 10 for a really long fucking time like a veteran so i think he learned so much from that fucking fight dude i will take him over any unranked guy Right now, either I'd take Renato Mukano over Patty Pimblet right now. Would you? I really would. I think he. I think he got shown a level of that fucking of the upper class, and it humanized it to him because he's like, okay, like if this is real, true top five, like I'm, I'm fucking right there. Like I'm knocking on the door. I, I think it just might have cleared that mental block. I'm, I ride with Mukano, bro. He gets on the fucking microphone after. And he's fucking screaming, I love you, Joe Rogan. I love you, Joe yeah, Rogan. I watch your podcast. I watch your podcast every fucking day. All this shit. And he says, he talks about how he's like, I'm in fucking Brazil. I'm not even in the States. I'm in Brazil drinking beer, drunk when they call me. And they're like, hey, we need you to fight in four days. He's like, I fucking put the beer, the beer down and jumped on a plane for fucking, what do you say, a 33-hour flight? I don't remember. I doubt, I doubt he said 33, dude, from Brazil. No. Google that shit. What, how long would it take to fly from Brazil to um, the, New York? I don't know where he's from, so it's a pretty bland. But I thought I thought he said 33 hour, bro. You think you could circle Earth in under 33 hours? I'm not sure, dude. I have no idea. Nothing come up quick? No, nothing's really pulling up. I doubt it's 33 hours, though. I don't know. Nine hours. 
is what I'm saying. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe he was talking about how much time till he had to fight, but that also doesn't add up. But and that's all the time he had to train. Yeah, to prep for a fucking main event fight, dude. Five rounds. Mm-hmm. Was... He could fight. He could fight some top fifteen lightweights, and I would give him the nod on him. Mm. Let me look up. Let me look up the lightweight division right now. I don't know, dude. That Patty fight you said that might be a good fight to put Patty up against a real guy. See what, see if he's actually a, like a it, good fighter. It would. Who is it? Who is Patty fighting right now? Or in December? Oh, yeah, he's fighting December, huh? Yeah. Who's he fighting though? That'd be like that. no. that's a real good. Tony Ferguson's ranked fifteen now. Moicano boosted up to fucking thirteenth overall hey. right here. Yes, sir. Fuck yeah. Thing is, Dan Hooker, they talked about at his post fight about him fighting Dan Hooker. And he was like, yeah, but in the Brazil card in January, and Dan Hooker's only fighting in Australia in February. But that would be a good fight too, because Dan Hooker's at 11. Oh, dude, Dos Santos is sinister. Man, lightweight is killer, bro, bro. It is. It is stacked, but he gets on the mic and he's all talking about like I, I took this fucking fight. I showed up when no one else would show up. He's like, I fucking where's my money? He's like, where's my fucking money? That was a hell of a fight. I was excited yeah. for. For Dan sure. Hooker. Easy after. I've been a lot, like I've really liked Dan Hooker for a while, mm-hmm. but I fucking dude, I've watched all of his last fights, dude. Even like going, so I watched him live in Vegas on the Ortega Volt card. But all of his last fights, dude, since his fight with Poirier, I fucking rolled with the new and up-and-comer, bro. And he made me eat my shit. He, he reminded me who the fuck he was, dude. Dan Hooker's a fucking savage. TKO, second round. Yeah, I took him on that one. Probably because you didn't even know the other guy, and you, you know, Dan Hooker, which ended up paying off because Dan Hooker's a fucking G. Yeah. Got me one and zero on the main card. Then the heartbreaker of the night: Frankie Edgar versus Chris Gutierrez. I can't say it. Gutierrez, I wish I could. I believe. Gutierrez. Yeah, it is Gutierrez. Okay, that sounds right. Gutierrez. Yeah, but. Man, Frankie Edgar just KO after KO after KO his last couple fights, dude. It's just super fucking shitty to watch. And he always comes out and he talks about it. And he's like, yeah, I don't remember anything for like four to like 40 minutes after I was off the out of the octagon. That's crazy. And he's doing that like his last four fights in a row. Flying knee knockout from Corey Sandhagen. Front kick knockout from fucking Marlon Chido Vera. And then this fucking, it's just, that shit's hard to fucking watch, dude. Gutierrez come out and was like, that's kind of what I expected to happen as well. Which is fucking tough, dude. Mm. Probably a good thing he hung it up after that one. Yeah, well, he was very vocal going into it. It was his last one. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he'll do anything else. 
No, if that's that, if he just wanted one more, if that was his last fight on his contract, I'm not sure. I'm gonna say I hope he don't fight again for his own health. Me too. I'd watch it though. Dude's getting CTE for sure. It's brutal, dude. Then, come Earth. Oh, I'm skip the good one. The best one to me. This is my fight of the night. I think this was everyone's fight of the night, really. You know, some people's might be the main event. A couple of weirdos might think the co-main event. I don't know. But Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler, number two versus number three, dude. This fight was everything. Like, this, from the second they fucking announced it, I knew exactly what the fuck it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew I knew exactly what it was going to be, dude. Absolute fucking fireworks from start to finish. I had Michael Chandler winning the first awesome. round to like the last minute. And I still like, I, I'm i curious. I haven't seen the judges scorecards on there, but I'm curious if a judge might have given in the first round. I don't know. Poirier, dropped. Poirier won the first round. And then Chandler wins round two. Yeah. And then round three was so fucking good. Dude, dude. Chandler's problem though. He just doesn't know how to turn it off. He doesn't know how to manage his energy. He like that's his problem. It's not. It's balls to the wall from the second uh-huh. the fucking bell rings, dude. And he's a short, stout fucking guy, ripped his shit too, dude. He hits fucking hard because he needs to put you out. Mm-hmm. And he's like a shark, dude. If he sees a little bit of weakness, he goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And just if he put- thinks he, if he thinks, which is what cost him the fucking round, the first round. He was beating him, dude. And then he thinks he hits him with some shit that's going to go lights out and goes in further. And then Dustin Poirier hits him with a fucking hook. Dude's like 34, 35. I mean, his chin's not what it used to be. I think Oliveira exposed that more than anyone that he's ever fought. He just goes into these frenzies and then puts himself in a bad spot. But it's so fucking amazing to watch. It is. Very fun to watch. It's like the... Yeah, it's it's what makes him the most entertaining fighter in the UFC. If if not the, then at least top five, man. Mm-hmm. Michael Chandler's fights are fucking fun to watch, but shout out to fucking Dustin Poirier. Are you getting that in the background? What is it? My cat playing with a toy. I don't, I don't know. I thought I heard something for a minute, but... Maybe I just fell through. But that shit was definitely my main event going into it too like i like watching izzy fight i mean he's world class and we'll get there but michael chandler is so fucking fun to watch dude so fucking fun to watch shame i missed that fight it was a fucking shame dude and i had to come show or tell you guys that it was fucking that i i think i come and said you missed fight of the night mm-hmm. did i believe zang Lee comes in dude like a fucking boss, dude. I picked her all the way. Zhang Weili, ever since I watched her fight with Joanna Jurjacek. Huh? I also picked her. Since her fight with her first fight with Joanna Jurjacek, bro, she is a fucking brute. She is a fucking savage of a human, bro. She could kill both of us with both arms probably tied behind her back, bro. Sure. She is a fucking savage. She comes in there. I mean, round one wasn't crazy crazy but round two she comes in there takes her down and gets the fucking submission over carlos barza which i just 
Maybe I'm a bit of a hater, but when I watched her fight with Rose, dude, like just like the commentators, I was like, I don't know who the fuck won that fight. There was like 20 punches total, like mm-hmm. for each girl being t- for 25 minutes, like no wrestling or anything either. Like I don't. So I just think when you're fighting a champion, and after what after you know seeing all of Wei Li's fights, like you can't win. You can't be a champion long term. If that's what you bring when you're hungry to get your belt back that you used to have a long eight years ago, when you're hungry climbing back to that shit, you got to bring more fire than that to the table, at least in that fifth round, bro. Cause there, I think even her coach was like, I don't know what the score is. Like, you need to come out and, and finish this. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. Easy for me to say, though. You know what I mean? From behind my fucking computer monitor. <laughs> Whaley takes her down, gets a submission, man. I had Whaley all the way without even a single fucking doubt once they announced the fight. Yeah. That put me at three for four on the main event in card. Wasn't my best night. I think I did pretty good overall. I main event. Prelims, so. No, I picked all the prelims too. I only picked the last four prelim fights. Main event, man. Eating the potatoes, the whole thing here. It's been a crazy 2022, you fucking loaf. Yeah, dude, two back to back stacked big UFC events October, November to wrap up the year three. You think December's stacked up? Or August? Oh, not back to back. Dang it. I'm so stupid, dude. I was thinking that the fights in in Salt Lake City were in September. Oh, August. Mm-hmm. August, yeah. But I mean, hella bangers to fucking close out the year for sure. Oh, yeah. December is going to be fucking just beautiful, dude. A lot of fucking... Gr- they added so much shit, dude. We gotta wrap this. Sh- we gotta get through this this last one so we can start hitting that one. But fucking Alex Pereira versus Israel Adesanya. I rolled with Izzy, bro. Like I'm not a huge Izzy fan. I don't have anything against him. I'm just not like he's not one of my top favorite fighters. But I rolled with him. I thought he was gonna beat Pereira. I think like because I've seen a lot of people comparing like, oh, Islam. Fucking, you guys say Islam fought nobody, but no one's saying shit about Pierre fighting for the title, and he hasn't beat absolutely anybody. Mm-hmm. And I and I say, Sean Strickland is higher level than anyone that Islam beat before before getting his title shot. Yeah, Sean Strickland is is no joke, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dan Hooker said he's got the fucking cocksucker guard because <laughs> he always does this the whole fucking time with his hands mm-hmm. that shit's funny Dan Hardy's funny as fuck but um yeah so I, I mean I did roll with Izzy over Piera hell of people thought Piera was going to come in and walk him down and take take over Izzy almost had him out of there in the first fucking round in a lot, if he had 10 15 30 more seconds then he definitely would have fucking Put him out, I think. But 
how about Piero, bro, in the corner and his coach going to that fifth round? He's like, he's like, you're not going to win this fucking fight. You have to finish this. In five minutes, you're fucking champion. Mm-hmm. A crazy moment, dude. Shit goes out. out there. Izzy's even winning the fifth round. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He All of a sudden, Piero fucking hits him with some shit, bro. Izzy's fucking dodging it. He just keeps hitting him over and over again. Even when he's dodging, he's just hitting him in the head. Mark Goddard stops it. Mark Goddard's a hell of a fucking ref, dude. Here's my opinion on the stoppage because I've seen a lot of shit online. People saying like, I don't know, but like, here's my thing. I have absolutely zero issue with the stoppage. I think I've seen a lot, and I mean this, I've I've seen a lot worse recently go on for way longer and even not get stopped than what Izzy was taking. But even, I mean, that was his argument is that, and he's not even contesting it a lot. He's just saying, you know, I was moving the whole fucking time, but you were getting hit every time you moved your head. Yeah. So he says, defend yourself. I, don't, I, don't, I actually don't remember if he vocally warned him, but defend yourself. He was not defending himself. So the ref stopped it. Yeah. I think he was a solid new, stop. New, new middleweight champion. It brings up a lot of shit. Is he's going to obviously get an immediate rematch oh, yeah. against He'll get that rematch for sure but there's a meme that i saw today and it says rock is alex piera oh yeah rock beats scissors scissors is israel asani mm-hmm. scissors beats paper paper is robert whitaker <laughs> and robert whitaker beats rock and i agree to that i think robert whitaker could be alex piera just like i think israel asani is going to win the rematch but it's funny because I don't know if Dana White said this, but this is how I feel. Because I know Dana White said if, if Kamaru Usman didn't exist, Colby Covington's the welterweight champion. No question. Uh-huh. I think if Israel Adesanya didn't exist, Robert Whitaker's the, the middleweight champion. No question. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Whitaker can be everyone in that division except Israel Adesanya. And I still think that with Piera, too. Yeah, I don't know. I think Piera's got a chance in the rematch still. Do you? I think so. Just give him a chance he had already. Go four and zero against Israel Adesanya. He could. We'll have to see about that. I'm interested to see it for sure. If he does defend that belt against Izzy, then it really mixes up that division. A lot of people could potentially come in and get that belt. I still like. I don't want to sound really like, but I st- if if Pira de- defeats Israel Adesanya again and defends his belt against him, Robert Whitaker will fight next for the belt, and he'll beat Piera. I don't, I don't really don't even have much of a question against yeah. that. Yeah. I think Robert Whitaker could beat him. I think if anything, if for to me, if Israel Adesanya loses to him again, it's a mental thing. It's not a skill thing to me. Mm-hmm. I think if we're doing mixed martial arts, and also, he, as he said, he hit a nerve in his leg early. Yeah, the perennial nerve. That cut out his wrestling that he was planning on doing. I don't know. All he had to do in that fifth round, I mean, he was up 3-0 or 3-1. I had it 4-0. I, I, I haven't watched it back. I haven't watched it back, so I'm going to come out later with like a more firm like what I had it, but in the in the live moment, I had it 4-0. I think, there was, I think the judges and Dana said it was 3-1. The judges, I, I the had scorecard got posted? I, I believe it's been said that it's 3-1. I know Dana White said he had it three one, but I don't know. I, I I need to rewatch it before I start making statements. 
It was a good fucking night, dude. Had a, had a, quite a bit of people over. Super enjoyable, super laid back. Mm. Solid night. Solid night. We kind of fucked up not recording the podcast, which you and Dilbro62 did record something we did. that we did record a little will come up. So Probably you can let you can let episode. yeah. So so you can let everyone know what's going on for you this weekend. Oh, or, so I'm heading next, out. Yeah. On a trip, a little river rafting, buffalo hunting trips. I'll be gone for the next week and a half about. So we're going to miss a few upcoming episodes. But we do have a little bit of extra stuff coming your way to make up for it. And then we're going to get right back into it. Try to get back into every week again. Every fucking week. You heard it. So you got to believe it, right? Because you believe everything you hear on the fucking internet. Yep. I mean, I do. I wouldn't get on it if I didn't. So I, I read today. I was going to get political, but I'm not even going to go there. Yeah, probably uh, like don't. just joke, jokingly political. But I honestly don't know absolutely dog shit about fucking politics, so I don't even. I'm not going to go there. I don't think anyone wants to hear it. Probably not. <laughs> but, any guys? Anyways, guys. Like to thank you guys for watching the Desiree MMA podcast, the number one Utah-based podcast in the state, the in number the one podcast in the, in the world, nation, in the world, in the world ever. From ever the exactly. wise worlds of For- or the wise words of Forrest Griffin. Mm-hmm. We want to say thank you guys for watching this episode. You know, sorry this isn't as high of quality as some shit that we put out before, but too bad. Get back into it. You guys have a special guest coming on for the next up, ep- the next episode, the bonus episode that you'll see. So, thank you guys, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace out. Thank you for watching and listening. Like, comment, subscribe, leave a rating. Follow us on social media.